jumped as the young man sat with a hard thud next to her on the bench. Well, have you? What's the matter? Cat got your tongue? No, I mean, yes. The guard passed me no more than a few minutes ago, Megan answered. Good. That means he'll not be back this way for another half hour or so. You see, I'm about to sneak onto the train. Don't believe in wasting good money on a ticket, he said, in a rather matter-of-fact way almost as if it were a regular event. Megan stared in disbelief. He looked to be a few years older than she was. He had a stocky build with thick black hair shining with brilliantine, obviously applied to groom it away from his tanned face. He was quite well-dressed, if somewhat flashy, and her overall impression was that he took pride in his appearance. Going by your accent, I'd say you just got off the train from Cardiff. Megan nodded. "'You got a name?' he asked. She didn't answer. Her mother had warned her about talking to strangers. "'Please yourself. I'm off to Swindon races. Mind you, I could do with a bit of luck. A little kiss from a pretty girl like you would do it.' "'You must be mad!' She made to move away. "'Don't worry yourself. I'll not stay where I'm not welcome.' It's time I was off anyway. As he stood up to leave, he leaned over and, taking her completely by surprise, he gave her a quick peck on the cheek. How dare you? In shock, Megan raised a hand, believing anyone that brazen deserved a slap, but he simply swerved, thus avoiding her blow. Then, flashing a wicked smile, he quickly turned and left. As she watched him dart across the platform towards an incoming train, she still couldn't believe his outright cheek. At the same time, she guessed she would always remember her very first kiss. Although she thought it might be wise to keep this little encounter to herself, it wouldn't do to give others the wrong impression. The station clock read 12.30 and her doubts returned. What if no one came to meet her? What if Lizzie had made it all up? What if there was no position? Her mother had barely managed to scrape together the cost of a one-way ticket, so if no one came, how would she get back home? Megan dismissed such thoughts. Of course someone would come for her, and of course there was a position. Not even Lizzie would play such a cruel trick. Anyway, hadn't she been the one who suggested Megan apply for the position of kitchen maid at Redcliffe House in the first place? Hello? You must be Megan Williams. Megan looked up at the tall, good-looking young man standing in front of her. She was about to answer when he continued, I'm Sidney Partridge. I've been sent from Radcliffe House to collect you. I hope you haven't had to wait too long. No, not at all, she lied, so pleased someone had at last come for her. And thank you for your trouble, Mr. Partridge. The name's Sidney. The staff up at the big house don't stand on ceremony, so I shall call you Megan, if that's all right. Again, he didn't wait to be answered, but gave her a big friendly smile. I must say you don't half look like Lizzie. Megan had the urge to tell this stranger that although as cousins they might look alike, both slim and of small build and both with masses of dark brown curly hair, the similarity definitely ended there. But she stopped herself. She had to try harder to think better of Lizzie, 
if only for her Aunt Margaret's sake. B. Is that all your luggage? he asked, pointing to her old suitcase. She noticed how he instantly corrected his Bristolian dialect. Yes, but I can manage it, thank you. Well, if you're sure, follow me, he said, striding off. Megan followed. Sidney Partridge was a good six inches taller than she was, with shining blonde hair and fair skin, so unusual to Megan as all the men in her family were very dark. Soon they were out onto the street. After the darkness of the railway station, it took a while for her eyes to become accustomed to the bright daylight. This morning, as she prepared to leave Wales, dark clouds gave promise of rain. The weather, like her mood, had definitely changed for the better. It had turned into a beautiful spring day, with bright sunlight shining through...